Today on Building in Faith with Pastor Ed Jones. Building in Faith. What we're doing is we're embracing chaos and confusion and we're deluded. The only reason we have what we have is there a, is a God in heaven who said we have what we have. I want to take a step further. This is the word. This is not me. This is what the scripture says. And this is what Nebuchadnezzar came to the conclusion. He recognized that it's God that puts men up and takes them down. Reaching up high with arms open wide we see. You're changing our lives so we can be our hands and feet. All of us have been given particular gifts. Some of us can sing, others can play ball, still others have a knack for business. We collect houses, cars, jobs, and clothes. Sometimes we can forget all the good gifts that come from the Father. When we forget to be thankful to the Lord for what we have, pride steps in to trick us into believing that we are responsible for the gifts that we have been given. Pastor Ed admonishes us to remember that even the very breath in our lungs is a gift from heaven. And for that, the Lord should receive the honor He is due. Now here's Pastor Ed with part two of today's message entitled, Testimony of a Proud Man Made Humble. I've heard people give prophetic words of judgment, and right away I could write it off. I might be speaking about someone or something, You know how you could often tell? What's their tone? Is it guided by love and compassion and the heart of God? Or is it a vindictive, angry spirit and what is stirred in them is their own negativity? Seriously. Daniel's there and he is concerned deeply about Nebuchadnezzar what's going to happen and and here in this deep concern God's going to speak to the king through him now watch what he tells him look at verse 27 King Nebuchadnezzar please accept my advice stop sinning so what he tells him is listen stop doing this put off this in New Testament terminology, and put on this. Put off the works of the flesh. Put on the fruit of the Spirit. He he tells him, King Nebuchadnezzar, please accept my advice. Stop sinning and do what is right. Break from your wicked past. And he named some specific things. Be merciful to the poor. Babylon was the most beautiful of cities. There it had uh, one of the seven wonders of the ancient world, these hanging gardens. Its streets were wide. The building projects that Nebuchadnezzar undertook were absolutely spectacular. You could ride chariots on the walls around the city of Babylon, and there the Euphrates River ran right through that city. It was absolutely incredible, but it was built on the backs of the poor. 
He was oppressive, and so was his regime. And here God is saying, don't oppress the poor. Don't be wicked. Now, I'm going to take a sidebar for a moment, and I'm going to go back to Wednesday night when we had our study group. One of the signs of a Christ-like Christian spirit is a deep concern for the poor and the needy. That's built into the very character of God, placed in his word, and for those who embrace him, it influences their actions. And right here, God is speaking to this incredibly powerful man, the most powerful man of his day, and says, start thinking about the poor, the needy, the oppressed. And we should, as Christians. And so I want to encourage you to have that type of concern. And so he gives him what he ought to do. He says, now you got to repent. He's going to tell him, you got to turn, you know, you got to change. Perhaps then you will continue to prosper. Now watch the next scene. Twelve years, not I mean, twelve months rather, pass. Now, at first, Nebuchadnezzar is thinking about it. Yeah, I'm concerned about this. But then as weeks turn into months, and months eventually become a full year, he's forgotten the warning of the Holy Spirit. He's forgotten the warning of God. That can happen. And here, Nebuchadnezzar, just simply on a stroll over his roof. And I want you to see what happens. Twelve months later, you see what happens. And it's a pride that leads to a fall. You see the consequences of a forgotten warning, and now you see pride that's going to lead to his fall. It says, Twelve months later, as the king was walking on the roof of the royal palace of Babylon, he said, Is not this the great Babylon I have built? as the royal residence, by my mighty power, and for the glory of my majesty. Now, picture with me the scene. It's maybe early morning, maybe it's towards sunset or sunrise, and he walks out from his palace. He could see those hanging gardens. They were absolutely beautiful, terraced with trees and plants. You know, he built it for his wife. Yeah, she, they, they say that she missed the country that she had come from, the hill country, and so he built this incredible, massive garden where you could walk through. It was just absolutely breathtaking. Then he would look down the streets. They were wide and beautiful. Over 50 or about 50 temples in that city, rebuilt them, many of them. And this gate, it's in a, part of it is in the German uh, museum, absolutely the architecture and the beauty and the paint, it's just spectacular. 
He was into architecture. He was into building. He had accomplished a lot. It was the largest city in the world at that time. It was the most influential city at that time. And all of a sudden, he said, Look what I have done. Man, oh man, I'm a somebody. Well, you could be uh, thinking about your job. And you look at what you've done at your job. And you're a good employee, and that's fine. But then all of a sudden you think, boy, I know a lot more than the boss and a lot more than those who came before me and who will come after me. <laughs> or, or maybe you're writing an article and you write this article and you think, wow, hmm, Max Lucado, move over. <laughs> or you just, you're in a class and you're teaching and that, and that Man, I am some teacher. The Bible tells us that we are to boast in one thing alone, boast in the fact that we know the Lord. Every gift that we have, no matter what it may be, has been given to us from above. God gave Nebuchadnezzar the position he had and the abilities he had. Huh. You're the head of your class. Hmm. Well, I mean, you have intuition. You Where'd you get that from? Yeah, I know you said you developed it, but where did it begin with to begin with? We are so prone to pride. It comes out in a thousand different ways. If only they knew what I knew, they wouldn't be in the position they're in. If only they did what I said, they would No, no, you know. You know, we, we look down at other people so we could look up at ourselves. What Nebuchadnezzar does is he looks all around and down at everything that he has done. And it lifts his, it lifts his ego up. Remember? He's that head of gold. It went to his head and he builds a statue of gold. And now his kingdom is going to his head. Tomorrow, you could wake up in the morning and you could be in a position where you can't even utter a word. Our lives are fragile and frail. We need to walk softly in the presence of God and to walk humbly with him. Pride is in all of us. It's so easy to detect pride in others. It's very difficult to detect it in ourselves. I mean, we could smell it a mile away in others. But it bl- we're blinded to it in ourselves. Here's Nebuchadnezzar. Look what I've done. Now, I want to ask you a question. Tell me who this person is. Uh, I'm going to give you some of, his, some of his titles. Here's some of his titles. The glorious leader. He's in our lifetime, for most of us. Direct descendant of the prophet. The father of two lion cubs. The anointed one, 
the successor to Nebuchadnezzar. Who's that? You saw him on television. After he was defeated, hiding like an insane man. Saddam Hussein. God is going to judge pride because fall comes after pride. Be careful. If you're proud, it gives way to... Now, watch how God judges him. Uh, The term lanthropophy is a term used when a person thinks they're an animal. And there's been various cases of this even in recent years. In verses 31 to 33, he's going to be humbled by God's judgment. The words were still on his lips, his voice, and when a voice came from heaven, this is what is decreed for you, King Nebuchadnezzar. Your royal authority has been taken from you. You will be driven away from people and will live with the wild animals. You will eat grass like a cattle. Seven times will pass for you until you acknowledge that the Most High is sovereign over the kingdoms of men and gives them to anyone he wishes. Immediately, what had been said about Nebuchadnezzar was fulfilled. Now, now, picture this. He's walking on the top of his roof. He's looking at everything he does. He's stroking himself and saying, man, I am one cool dude. Look what I have done. And suddenly God interrupts. And he takes it all from him. And he becomes insane thinking he's an animal. Imagine he's running through that royal courtyard on all fours. His hair's going to grow and it's, and, and it's all matted and it begins to look like wings. His nails grow so that they look like claws. He can't speak clearly. See, God can humble absolutely anyone at any time. We have to walk softly and humbly in his presence. I think about how we have literally pushed God out of our culture. Pushed, pushed, pushed. No, we just all happened to be out of animals. We just were created through some evolutionary process. Is anybody there? That's why we're behaving like animals. When you push God out of the scene, we don't have a soul. We're no different. And that's what the culture is saying. No wonder, come on. Put two and two together. Why do you think people are behaving the way they're behaving? Push God out. Fail to acknowledge him. He says, okay, you want to think you're an animal? I'll let you act like one. Then something happens. Remember God's patience with King Nebuchadnezzar. Twelve long months, years and years and years working with him. I tell you, The reason that some of you, the reason that many people have not been judged is because of the prayers of a godly parent, 
the prayers of a godly spouse, the prayers of the great high priest in heaven saying, Lord, please spare them. When I think about the insanity of our country, we stand and boast that we are better, we are greater. Our democracy will come to a grinding halt. Our streets will be filled with violence and chaos. Dishonesty and untruthfulness will be the order in Washington or in any capital. When we turn away from God, what we're doing is we're embracing chaos and confusion and we're deluded. The only reason we have what we have is there a, is a God in heaven who said we have what we have. Now I want to take a step further. This is the word. This is not me. This is what the scripture says. And this is what Nebuchadnezzar came to the conclusion. He recognized that it's God that puts men up and takes them down. For his reasons... Now, we get all bent out of, sure, out, out of shape with all of the elections. Now, I think we ought to be passionate. We ought to vote. We ought to do all of that stuff. But I tell you that if God says you're not going to be elected as the leader, you won't be. And if he says you will, you will. The hearts of not only the king or in his hand, to turn it whatever way he wants, but the hearts even of a population. What we need more than anything else is to humble ourselves before God as a nation, as a community of faith, as a people. Our future is dependent upon him individually and corporately. Now here's the restoration of a broken person. Psalm 71:20. Though you have made me see troubles many and bitter, you will restore my life again from the depths of the earth. You will bring, again bring me up. What he does is he repents. Now if you read too fast, you miss it. In chapter 4, verse 34, I, Nebuchadnezzar, raised, where did he raise his eyes? Towards heaven, and my sanity was restored. See, he, he raises his eyes towards heaven before he was looking at everything that he did, everything that he accomplished. Now he's looking at God. He's been humbled, and he's been broken, and he realizes that without God, there's nothing. At this moment, he's broken. When you're broken, you're at your best. When you're humbled, you're the wisest. And he doesn't return to sanity until he lifts his eyes up. Our nation will not return to sanity until it lifts its eyes up towards God. It's only then we see life clearly. See, God resists the proud. You can't have a relationship with God if you're proud. Pride is abhorrent to him. It was the first sin that set Satan against God. And when a person is confused with the spirit of pride in them, they distort what God is like. They distort themselves and think more of themselves. And they distort others. 
But it comes to a place of repentance and then of restoration. It says, as my sanity was restored, oh God, restore our sanity. The sanity of a nation that's gone away from God. The sanity of a people that are living for the moment and the moment will be over. The sanity that helps us live God's way, the right way. Here's what a powerful verse. Here's how he ends this, the chapter. Hi. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and exalt and glorify the king of heaven. And that's the only place in the Bible that phrases use the king of heaven. Six times in this chapter, he says, the highest God, the highest. He recognizes God is high. And, you know, you, it's not until you humble yourself can you see him. He dwells with the humble and contrite of heart. And the text goes on to say, because everything he does is right and his ways are all just, whether I understand them or not. Don't pontificate and sit and judge God. And don't sit and pontificate about everything. Psalmist said, my heart is weaned. I'm like a child. I understand so little. Ecclesiastes tells us we can't understand everything that God is doing from beginning to end. It's out of our scope. We're finite. He's infinite. Just walk humbly with him. And those who walk in pride, he is able. He is able to humble. The year was 1715. The date was September 1st. 8.15 in the morning. And one of the most powerful monarchs, kings in the world died. He had ruled longer in Europe than any of his contemporaries and than any people in any person in modern times. 72 years. He came to the throne at four years and eight months of age. He died. Over a week later, They had this grand funeral for King Louis XIV. The pageantry was spectacular. A gold casket just decorated and so spectacular. The auditorium was packed. It was lit by one single candle alone. And that represented... King Louis the Fourteenth. He liked to be known as Louis the Great. Came time for the bishop to speak. He looked over his Bible. He reached over the scriptures. And he snuffed out that one candle. And that whole auditorium became dark as night. And then the next words that were heard were this. Only God is great. Only God is great. That's what Nebuchadnezzar learned. He lifts up and he takes down. He grants success and he takes it away. He does rule and reign. 
Will you let him rule and reign over every area of your heart? Well, that's all the time we have for today's edition of Building in Faith with Pastor Ed Jones of Faith Assembly in Poughkeepsie, New York. There's more to come from Pastor Ed's series in the book of Daniel. We encourage you to download today's message again to review. Simply log on to buildinginfaithradio.com and select today's date from the Building in Faith media player. Again, that's buildinginfaithradio.com. Maybe today's message brought a family member or friend to mind. You can share today's message via Facebook and Twitter by simply logging on to buildinginfaithradio.com and clicking on today's date. There, you'll find all the options to share. Now, we'd like to invite you to join us at Faith Assembly for worship on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. or Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. For driving directions and more information, log on to buildinginfaithradio.com and follow the link to Faith Assembly. Or feel free to give us a call at 845-462-5955. That's 845-462-5955. Well, that's all the time we have for today. You've been listening to Building in Faith with Dr. Ed Jones. We invite you to join Pastor Ed as he continues teaching through the Word of God right here on Building in Faith. Your Word Restored